When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We love our dogs. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand greyhounds. This is Dog Speed with Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts on SCNZ. Good afternoon, welcome to Dog Speed with Greyhound Racing New Zealand and it's Greyhound Racing, that is the domestic product today in New Zealand with the abandonment of the Motu Carrara meeting or postponement of that meeting on the grass today as you would have heard there on Trot Talk with, uh, with Michael and Greg. No thoroughbred meeting in the country today, we're down to the two Greyhound meetings that are operating, Southland Greyhound Racing Club, their second race is actually just taking place as we speak, now we're going to link with uh, Justin Evans for the commentaries of races three and four and also catch up with Justin at the end of the show for some selections from him for the remainder of the card and Justin's in really good form because he picked up a meeting at uh, Christchurch on Friday, tipped out a multi at 20 to 1, $20 to win 400 odds. So Justin Evans at the end of the show, Homebush Dove has just won the second there at Invercargill at uh, around 20 to one, McInerney team with big numbers down there today, as you'd expect in the first. They won it with a uh, very young dog on debut, Mitchum Dodger by Blue Moon Rising out of Flower Bomb for the CQ Syndicate. And um, it uh, had won a qualifying trial at Addington, 14th of November in a 1773, came out and won that race uh, on debut in race number one. And now Homebush Dove has taken out the second form was pretty hairy leading into this, but a five-race winner, and now a six-race winner is uh, Homebush Dove. Looks like a decent day down there uh, at the moment, too, in Chicago. Weather's uh, pretty volatile around the country. Some pretty amazing things happening in greyhound racing at the moment, um, and we're going to talk about some of those today. Now, the other meeting that we've got on today is the Auckland Greyhounds racing at Cambridge, and... The Cole Kennels have got some spectacular young dogs, and a few of them are up there today, so we're going to check in with Alec Cole midway through the show. For now, though, we're going to have a chat with Sophie Whitaker because another of the amazing things that's happening at the moment is the run of the training partnership, the new training partnership of Jamie Pruden and Sophie Whitaker. And we had Jamie on the show uh, going back a few weeks, and now we've invited Sophie on to talk about background and also how things have continued to go so well. So uh, Sophie Whitaker, a very good afternoon. Welcome to Dog Speed. Hi Mark, how are you? You look really well and I'm sure you're really well because uh, the team certainly is. It's quite remarkable the record that you and Jamie have run up so far. So you've had 14 starters, 12 of them have won. This is amongst three dogs and two seconds. And your UDR is over 0.9. It's ridiculous. It's 0.9365. Now, we know it's early days. But nonetheless, when you just take a deep breath and think about it, what's it been like? Is it a little bit surreal? 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we're very lucky in the fact that we, you know, we got some nice young dogs to start off with and, and low in the grade as well, which always helps when they've got ability. Um, but we're under no illusion that it will, that it will last, but we're just riding it well, you know, while it, while we can. Most certainly. Um, but we know in greyhound racing, you don't just show up and win, even if you've got the fastest no. dog. But your greyhounds just continue to have. So let's talk about them. Um, Thrilling Halley's been the star overall, eight from 11, seven in a row for you guys, unbeaten for you. And now stepping into class five company on Thursday, beating a dog as good as Majestic Legend. Has she surprised you the way that she has taken every step so far? Yeah, she has. I mean, she just hasn't a foot wrong for us. She's just been a little professional at home and at the track. She's just such a easy-natured little dog that just has done everything right. Um, yeah, it was it was good to see her win the C5. I wasn't, you know, quite sure it's the first time in, in that sort of company, but she just took it in her stride. Well, I'll tell you right now that um, I really like her. Um, but... On Thursday, I backed Majestic Legend. I thought the dog would win, and, and Thrilling Helly was, was outstanding in, in, in beating him. And, of course, he was off the back of a fifth and an excellent fifth in the uh, in the New Zealand Cup. With a dog like Thrilling Helly, now she's gone through the top grade, and she's running times at Cambridge around 25.49 the other day, 25.50 the week before. She's won at Palmerston yeah. North a couple of times. She's also won at Monaco. Is there anything that you are eyeing with her, or, you, or is it a week-by-week? Um. You know, she she has only had 10 starts or, or whatever, so she is only just two and a half. I'm probably going to thinking about the, uh, you know, the big race at Cambridge at Christmas because um, she has only had one C5 race. So we just want to see how she is, you know, in the next few races in that company and see how she goes. But probably the Christmas sure. one, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, I see that she, I don't think she's in. Uh, this week, so um, are you, you just giving no. her a, a light week? Will she will she sort of turn out next weekend, maybe? Yeah, hopefully. I think it's uh, the Monday following Monday, but um, mm. yeah, just giving her giving her a week off for her vaccinations this week. Excellent. Yes, and just on that, yes, next Sunday's meeting that was going to be Cambridge Raceway unavailable for the Auckland Club to use because of the the A and P show there. So, as Sophie mentioned, that meeting is now on. Uh, Monday the 28th, so looking forward to seeing Thrilling Helly there. Uh, you have got Thrilling Russian this week on, on Thursday, I see, and he's had uh, five starts, uh, three wins and two seconds. He's got uh, box number five on Thursday and race number nine over the 4.57. How good do you think he is at this stage? Uh, I, I think he's still a little bit green at the moment. You know, he's not he's not jumping as, as well as he as well as he can when he was, you know, younger and breaking in. Um, it's not the greatest draw on Thursday, so... But I think he, he has got ability, but he's just got, you know, a bit to learn about race days and, and yeah, getting out of the boxes. Mm. Yeah, we certainly do more on Thursday in box number five. We wish you well, of course, for him to continue. He's the dog that's clocked up the two seconds for you. You've got another unbeaten dog. And it's uh, assisted a thrilling rush called Thrilling Tilda. Now, she's two from two uh, from the Fernando Bell Sparta litter. 21-22, 21-32, uh, more than respectable times for a maiden. What have you made to the start of her career, Sophie? Yeah, we've been, you know, very happy with that. Um, she, I think she's got a bit of ability. Um, 
she uh, will take it a bit slower with her. She was obviously a bit behind the rest of her litter and just had a few niggles while breaking in. But um, yeah, I do like her. I think she, I think she'll she'll go up the grade. At the moment, three hundred and seventy-five meters for her. Do you expect her to get a wee bit further? Yes. Yeah, we think she can run four fifty. It's just um, with maidens, it's just hard to get the four fifty field is all. Mm. Indeed. Um, look, you've got a fourth dog, I believe. Um, so I'm wondering uh, who that is and when we can look out for it because you three that have gone to the races have done a great job. We've talked about them. Thrilling Hallie, Thrilling Rush, Thrilling Tilda. So uh, do you have a fourth member of the team there that we'll see soon? Yeah, we have uh, Thrilling Ralph who has uh, had a few starts for Karen um, and then did a fibula and it's just about bringing him back slowly really. But he, yeah, he raced well for Karen. Yeah. How far away is, is Ralph? Uh, probably a few more weeks yet, I think. Yeah. Okay. Look, Just we'll a slow process for him. with him. Yes. Sophie, any any plans on expanding the team? Yeah, eventually we'll we'll get a few more. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when we. Uh, waiting for our public trainer's licence. So when that does happen, I'm sure we'll get a couple more. Sophie, very keen um, to ask you about your background. Um, we've seen you associated with the uh, the Walsh Kennel for uh, a number of years. But can you tell us about your background, where you're from originally, and, and how you came to be in New Zealand and, and part of the greyhound industry? Uh, by accident, really. Yeah, I'm from uh, from England, and uh, I don't. Do you remember a guy called Glenn Quirk that used to work for Karen and Gary? Um, I, do. I was yep. friends with his yeah friends with his sister, and had met him in Australia whilst I was travelling there, and uh, so I was just over here and uh, came to visit him, and um, yeah, the rest is history, really. I had nothing to do with greyhounds back home; didn't know anything anything about the racing, but. Uh, just stayed over because I was uh, studying in New Zealand and um, was living on the farm. So I just gradually got more integrated with the dogs and, yeah, just fell in love with the dogs. <laughs> were, you, were you studying for something that you thought might ultimately be your profession and has greyhound racing kind of got in the way of, of, of your dreams in that respect? I was, yes, nothing to do with greyhound racing. I was just doing a business degree in a Hamilton Um but yeah, so I ended up not needing that at all. No. Um, are you, um, you you committed to, to, to staying here and, and to building on, on, on what you've obviously done with, with uh, Karen Walsh and, and Gary Harding and, and now what you've started with, with Jamie Pruden? Yeah, for the foreseeable future. Um, that's the plan, yeah. Now, I... in New Zealand. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Well, if, if you need a petition, let us know. Um, we'll, we'll get on board. It's been terrific to have you here. Um, now, I've been told uh, by Greyhound Racing New Zealand that uh, Jamie Pruden's been named the Greyhound Racing New Zealand Board Award winner of November. It would have been a joint one, Sophie. Um, unfortunately, there's one criteria you don't meet that Jamie does, and that's, yeah, that's that he's under, under 30. But um, I, I'd imagine you're pretty thrilled with the recognition for Jamie there. Yeah, yeah, good on him. Like it's it's nice for the for the younger ones to get the recognition. Um, yeah, he's done well, and I think he's probably very proud of himself as well. <laughs> 
Indeed. Hey, uh, look, we're proud of what you're doing so far, uh, Sophie. It's been a remarkable ride so far. Um, we know it's going to be tough as your greyhounds get up in the grades, and obviously you expand the team in a bit of time as well. But it's been a terrific ride. You're turning out your dogs beautifully. Um, punters very confident in uh, in backing your dogs because we know we're going to get a, a red hot run for our money. So keep it up and all the very best. Yeah, well, we're very lucky to have um, Karen and Gary as you know good mentors probably the best in the business. So, yeah, I'm very lucky in that respect. Terrific. Thanks for your time, Sophie. Okay, thanks, Mark. So that is uh, Sophie Whitaker, part of the Sophie Whitaker-Jamie Pruden team. 14 starts, 12 wins, 2 seconds. Strike rate, 0.9365. Now, Sophie's made some very relevant points there about dogs being down in the grades, we know how much tougher it gets when you get up in the grades, although Thrilling Hell, he's been able to take uh, every step. So, quite remarkable so far. Karen Walsh not training as big a team uh, this year as she, or this time as she has in the past, but she's still batting it better than 0.7. I, I know it's early in the, in the season and, you know, um, not big teams, but... Uh, Truly remarkable stats, I've got to say. Now, you're with Dog Speed, and we're going to take in race number three very shortly from the Southland Greyhound Racing Club with commentator Justin Evans, who will be uh, on the show a little later. We will take a break here, be back with that race. We are in association with Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Check out grnz.co.nz for all the fields and form for today's two meetings. It's the only racing in the country today with the abandonment of the Motu Carrara Trots or the postponement because they're going to move to Eddington tomorrow on the all-weather. Back soon. And we're about to go. Greyhound Racing in Invercargill, Ascot Park down there. Tricode venue, of course, and Tricode caller. Uh, Justin Evans about to call race number three. Due off in 30 seconds. They're on meeting code three. And this is the Otago Greyhound Racing Club preferential box draw sprint for the Class 1's 390 metres. It's a pretty open affair uh, numbers for Justin, 148 and 5. One Homebush Lauren moved from 3.5 to 3.2 favourite, but it's moved back out to 3.6 in the four smoke screen into 3.30 in favourite for John Allen. Nice dog, smoke screen too, and if you can come out of box four and uh, find a bit of clear air, he should be fairly hard to beat. I'm a Armadillo out the, uh, the outside for Richard Breen is uh, a greyhound that's downgrading and also in the market along with Let's go Yo-Yo, who's taking some money at longer odds. Let's get to the track. Justin Evans for his call of race number three. Slow trap up under her in smoke screen, so she adds to the puzzle. The lure about to be sent on its journey. It's on the roll. Last couple trapped away. We're set to go. Favourite uh, now, smoke screen. Set racing and he bombed it. He's clearly the last away. I'm Armadillo slow. Homebush Lauren away quickly up on the outside. Let's go Yo-Yo, but Homebush Lauren holds the lead. Up into third, Wrinkly Way. The inside, Silky Skylar here. Smokescreen, he's about to fly. Further back, Homebush Solo. I'm Armadillo. Homebush Snoop on the corner. Let's go Yo-Yo took the lead. Smokescreen is flashing the last little bit, but let's go Yo-Yo. Let's go Yo-Yo. Land some pretty good wages. Gets home to beat the fast finishing Smokescreen. Homebush Lauren really punctured late it'll run third wrinkly way next followed by homebus solo homebus snoop i'm armadillo and back towards the tail end of the field silky skylar good bits placed here number five let's go yo-yo yeah let's go yo-yo 8.5 this morning into five dollars both tote and book and she has delivered by Dinah double one out of the uh, strong 
Chris and Lisa Rue alone. John McInerney picks up the first three on the card. Smoke screen was amazing there. Uh, pretty ordinary start. He's not the quickest beginner, but uh, he really did muff it. He was a good way behind them. He picked his way through beautifully and uh, looked a real chance on the corner. He ran up on heels and then switched out. Otherwise, uh, that result could have been different. But nonetheless, honours with the winner and some decent bets. Landed win four at start 54 4. Uh, let's go yo-yo in race number three. Race four will take in from there as well. Live commentary at 12.43. And then off the back of that, Justin Evans commentator will join us. And he'll tip us into a few winners for later in the card. I say that very confidently because Justin is an excellent analyst. Uh, works really hard across all three codes. And he's in form too with a 20 to 1 multi delivered at Addington on Friday. And that was a meeting he wasn't even initially uh, down four. Um, incidentally, with the postponement of uh, the Motokurara grass meeting to tomorrow at Eddington, the New Zealand TAB have come to the party and there are now power plays across both Greyhound meetings today. So look out for the power plays at both the Auckland Greyhounds at Cambridge and the Southland Greyhounds at Ascot Park. Now, if you're not familiar with these, tab.co.nz, you'll call up the uh, each way market win in place. Scroll down to the bottom and there'll be a whole series of power plays there for you about dogs running top four, dog winning and another dog running top four. And quite often you will find some that you think are you know, quite tempting dividends for you to play into, particularly if you can't, you know, sometimes just the each way prices aren't enough for you. You don't think it's worth the risk. So go to a power play and see if you can find a bit of uh, value there. At the Cambridge meeting Today, I'm, I'm pretty excited about seeing some greyhounds from the coal kennels. Greyhounds that I've seen midweek at Palmerston North. And if you haven't seen dogs called Space Boy and Space Tron, and you're able to watch the greyhounds today, then I would encourage you to do so. They are travelling to a very different track, um, and we'll get Ella's thoughts very shortly on how she thinks they will go under that scenario. But... Uh, from a litter by SH Avatar out of All About Space. There's also a greyhound called Carry Street out of this litter, and they look really exciting. Space Tron is in race one. Space Boy is in race 12. They've got some other unbeaten runners up there too, plus a dog called Allegro Warrior who could be a derby prospect. So we'll talk to Ella Cole about the Cole team that has travelled up to Cambridge today, and we'll do that right after this. Mark Rosanowski in the chair for Dog Speed this week. Now we're just trying to catch up with uh, Alec Cole at Cambridge Raceway at the moment. Just having a wee bit of trouble establishing contact. Uh, Alec did try and ring us back there but the call dropped out. So uh, look we hopefully will. Um, while we're waiting to uh, to try and make contact there with Alec, just having a quick look at these dogs today. The Cole Kennels have got 10 in. In race number one which is at 102, number six space Tron from the SH Avatar All About Space Litter that looks just a touch freakish to be frank. And Space Tron qualified really well, lined up as a short price favourite midweek, came out and won a maiden in 25.68. Now if you're not familiar with times at the Manawatu, that is exceptionally fast. One of the fastest ever maiden winners around there. Now the track is running exceptionally fast at the moment and we are having some fast days where the conditions are conducive to fast times wasn't the fastest on the day because Spacetron's brother, Spaceboy, ran 25.63 and that was after Spaceboy in his debut had equaled the maiden track record of Sweet Ruby Jane with 25.65. But anyway, Spacetron couldn't have done any more on debut than what he did 
he was excellent. Now he's over the 375 today because as we heard from Sophie Whitaker earlier, uh, it's quite hard to get a, a maiden 457. So space drawn over the 375 today. I understand we've got Ella here, which is uh, tremendous. Uh, Ella, I've just done a, a bit of a big build up to, uh, to space drawn. You're taking some pretty exciting dogs to Cambridge today. Um, how is Space Tron travelled, and what are you expecting from him over the 375 metres? Yeah, they all travelled well today, and um, if he uses his box speed like he did the other day, then he should be in it for a long way. Just new track and haven't travelled before, so it's all different to them. Yeah, it makes it tough for punters, doesn't it? Because um, the, the TAB's putting up a dollar thirty-five because we've already seen their ability on their home track. But, you know, there are those question marks today, aren't there, with, as you say, the travel and the track? Yeah, I think as long as they put themselves forward in the race, then they can be in it. But, yeah, it all just depends how they take on a new track. It's going to be exciting to watch nonetheless. And... Um, We'll look to race two. We've got an unbeaten dog there too called Big Time Noise. Um, again, two from two at home and showing some really tremendous um, speed once she gets wound up. What do you make of her so far? Yeah, she's a really, really fast um, bitch and um, she's still quite young. So we're looking to step her up to the 450 and see if she'll get that distance and yeah, just want her for a look here to give her somewhere else to go and hopefully she can keep using that box speed like she did at Palmy. Preferential box draw race and she's out in, in box number six. Uh, so is that where you want her, a wee bit wider at this stage or are we sort of still finding out? Um, I don't really think it, it bothers them as long as they have that box speed then it shouldn't really matter where they draw because if they have that box speed then they can lead the race from wherever. Ella, in race three, uh, the team's got big-time Sonic uh, out of a, a litter that's doing quite nicely, actually. He's a brother to big-time Masked, who's now five straight. I thought Sonic might be a reasonable bet today, even though he's first up on the track. Uh, are you going to back me there? He's at $2.50. Um, second run back from a spell, so he'll improve from that first run. And if he takes on the new track and uses box speed, then, yeah, I would back him too, but... <laughs> It all just depends <laughs> on how they take the new track. Yeah, sure. He, I, I didn't think he got the, the cleanest of runs in his fresh up run, and I didn't think he did too badly there. So, yeah, it is first up on the track, and that's that's the risk we take. But he's 2.5, big time Sonic in race three. Uh, race number four, um, a Negro Warrior beaten for the first time uh, last start. Um, the dog who won that carry street's another out of it, all about Space Litter, who looks exceptionally good. Um, what did you think of Allegro Warrior's uh, first defeat, and how has he come on since then? Yeah, I thought he ran a really good race. He got knocked from Kerry Street a few times. She gave him the shoulder, but he kept trying and trying, and I thought it was a really good race from him. And he's come through that run really well. He's out in box eight. He's won from there before. Again, he looks quite exciting and, and potentially a, a derby dog, Ella. Yep, yep. That's um, sort of why we've brought these dogs up here to give them a look for those big races coming up, giving them a bit more of an opportunity. Excellent. Um, in race five, another dog that's two from two, like Big Time Noise. This is Big Time Zola, who's a sister to Big Time Masked and Big Time Sonic, and Gee, particularly on debut, Ella, her box speed was breathtaking. 
Yeah, that whole litter seemed to have really good box speed, and we're still racing some at the moment who have shown even more box speed in those ones, so it's a really good litter, and we're excited to get the rest of them running. Oh, you bet. I'm excited to see them in that case. $1.45 for her, I guess. Again, with all your dogs today, the, the beware is first-time travel, first-time track, right? Yep, yep. Not so much in race, well, not so much in race six. Um, big time Seattle has been up to Cambridge a handful of times. Um, Ali, you must be really pleased to see her back in form. She slipped down the grades there, but she seems to have found a groove again. Yeah, she just um, had a season and she just really improved off that, um, bringing her back. And I think we'll step her up soon again when she strengthens up a bit more and hopefully she can run it out a bit stronger this time. Some of your more uh, seasoned runners are in later. Race number nine, the outstanding sprinter, big-time Prada. Ella, she got a horror draw in the, in the in the Galaxy final at Addington, and it turned into a horror run for her. She did actually end up finishing fifth. Um, how did she come through that, and what do you expect from her today? Yep, she came through really well from that. She slipped coming out of the boxes too, so it was not really her day, but... Um, I was super proud of the run from her and box one, she should love it here and hopefully she can just jump to the front and control the race from there. And to help her out a bit, Bees and Birds comes into box number two, another of yours, and we know that um, he likes to float up the track a bit. But what an amazing dog he is. He's, he's rising five at start 171 and he's still pretty competitive at the top level. Yeah, he's been a super dog and he just keeps trying and trying. He never lets us down and just that he's got a super strong run home, which really gets him in the races. Race number 10 today is a beauty, 4.44. I'd encourage people to watch. It's a high-quality field, this, and you've got the favourite Lisa in Mustang, Charlie. What a run he put in in the New Zealand Cup. He might have even cost Federal Infrared by worrying her out of it, but um, again, big effort from Charlie. He eventually finished fourth, of course, hometown hero snatched third off him. That was a, like a, a real gut buster from Charlie. Has he recovered well from it? Yep, he's real happy today and can't stop wagging his tail. <laughs> so that's a good <laughs> sign. But um, I was super proud of his run down there because that's not really his ideal track. And he just proved that he can run on both tracks. Yeah, it, it, it was massive. It really was. And, um, of course, he's got uh, heats uh, this coming Friday for a 30K Feature there at Palmerston North the following week. Up against Majestic Legend today and George's Girl, Hillbilly Heist, Blue on Black coming through the grades. Money Trail was pretty good. Uh, really good race, race number 10. And then in the last, Ella Space Boy. It'll be worth waiting for, a 5.19 long day. But he's two from two, 25.65 and 25.63. I know the track's been running pretty quick there at Manawa too, but... It's head-shaking stuff, isn't it, from a young dog? Oh, yeah, this litter is just, they're so, so quick. And I picked him out when he first started trialling, and I thought he was going to be the best one. And we've never put them all up against each other, but they're all just really super dogs. Yeah, well, he's as, as exciting as they come, and the Conspiracy Theory Syndicate are going to have a, a great deal of fun. The other good thing about them, uh, that I've noticed too, like the mum, Ella, they seem pretty strong through the line for young dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spacetron actually surprised me how strong he was through the line because he was 
sort of almost the weakest coming through, but he strengthened up really well. Space Boys at a dollar and thirty cents today. Um, do you have a, do you have a little favourite amongst the? Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about a dog that you think will win. They're all at short price quotes today, and there is risk involved with them being up there for the first time. Those young dogs, but uh, amongst the team that you've got up there today, uh, is there one that's uh, a little bit closer to you that you enjoy handling more? Um, definitely be Mustang Charlie. He's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go Indeed. past him. No, no, hard to knock. Hey, that's uh, that's awesome. Just quickly, too, Ella, before we let you go, um, Federal Infrared finished fourth of four on Friday behind Hometown Hero. Um, has she come through that, and we all systems go for Friday's uh, heats of the 30k race? Yep, she's come through good. She just um, stumbled at the start, and she just couldn't get forward. They ran a very fast time, but she just stumbled and then tried to get into it and got a wee knock, but she's bouncing off the walls. Awesome. Great to hear she's okay. Looking forward to those uh, heats of sprint, middle distance and distance coming up on Friday. Ella, really appreciate your time. Now you've got to go out and handle uh, Spacetron. All the best with the team today. Thank you. It's uh, Ella Cole from the Lisa Cole team. Some such exciting young greyhounds. And of course, older greyhounds with Mustang Charlie. Big time proud of the today at Cambridge. It's a really good meeting uh, for the Auckland Club at Cambridge. Now we're not too far away from race number four at Ascot Park in Vicargill so quick break and then we'll take in that race. Lots of greyhound racing on today in New Zealand in fact it's the only domestic racing product that we have today with the rescheduling of the Banks Peninsula Harness Racing meeting to Addington tomorrow. More on that in just a moment actually. Uh, we're 90 seconds out from the fourth at Ascot Park in Vicargill for the Southland Greyhound Racing Club. They had the early start. The Auckland meeting at Cambridge will be underway from 1.02. They've got a, a 12-race card there, and a Southland 12-race card too, finishing at 4.19. Off the back of this race, we'll catch up with Justin Evans, the commentator, for his thoughts on some dogs that we uh, might like to have a dollar on a little later in the program. In this fourth race, it's a, a Class 1-2 combined over the 4.57 for the Southland and Otago photo finish. Numbers for Justin are 2, 6, 5 and 7. He's with 2, Frank. Another from the uh, McInerney team. He's a 12-race winner, this dog, and he's won half of them down there uh, on the track at Ascot Park. He's got a pretty handy record close in. Uh, the 6 is Idle Bliss for uh, John Allen, a trainer out of uh, Oamaru, who has a lot of success down at Ascot Park, of course. The 5, No Will, Gary Cleave down there. And Gary's also got No Expense, a dog that he tipped out to us a few weeks ago on the show. It's won two from seven so far, but he's worth following. He's a young dog by Mapunga Blazer uh, out of No Jinx. 20 seconds out from start time in this. Not in selections for uh, Justin No Expense here. Uh, the 7 is Terry's Terror for local trainer. Uh, Brett Connor is the fourth selection for Justin Evans, 265 and 7. It's meeting code 3. It's race number 4. And they're loading up the first line. Let's get to Justin Evans for his call. The one here for, uh, for Gary Cleave. So a uh, tramp away for the fourth. The Southland at Otago photo finish. Frank's going to run a clear-cut favourite, 230. The money last couple tramped away. The waivers there. We're set to go. Lewis on the roll. Bets are placed. Set to chase. 
Frank the inside with that late scratching of one. We're ready. Racing. Frank gets it pretty well. Breeze Bella straight to the lead on Frank. Up on the outside. No expense. Wider. No will. Further back. Terry's terror. Idle Bliss. And last Idle Taylor off the back. No expense has taken over. Shot three or four in front. No will. Frank just one batting away but hugging the rail. Followed by Breeze Bella. They skip for home. The leader. No expense. And he's got a really good buffer. No will trying hard. But no expense is well clear. No expense beat. No will. Frank was third. Third, followed by Breeze Bell of fourth. Further back in the field, Terry's Terra never got into it. And uh, the last couple over here, Idle Bliss and Idle Taylor, who uh, was slow to go and never recovered. Number three, no expense. So it has been number three, no expense here. Three beats five, two, and eight. And Gary's interest in no expense and throwing him out as a, a young dog to follow a few weeks ago is uh, starting to uh, to come through and to shine now and no expense has been very good there um, out of uh, no jinx of course the mother of champion greyhound no keeper and no expense had been down there on the 7th of November and with the benefit of that experience he looked really good today he was in clear air and he's kicked away for a really decent win there over no will so gary's bagged the quinella there no wills out of a classy witch uh frank the favorite ended up third ahead of breeze bella the early leader another there for uh, for brett connor but keep this dog in your racetrack and no expense um he's got it all ahead of him he's three from eight now but uh, he was born in february 2021 so he's just learning the game and certainly looks to have a lot of talent Gary leading him back in the sunshine at Ascot Park. Now, just back to the information around Banks Peninsula Harness Racing Club and the rescheduling of their race meeting. It was to be on the grass track today, but because of the weather conditions down there, it's been just appalling. They've moved to the all-weather at Addington tomorrow, the 11 races, and they're going to be running from 3.21 in the afternoon through to 7.42. Now, of course, the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club in action on Monday. As per usual, first of 12 for the Christchurch Dogs at 12.27, and then the Banks Peninsula rescheduled meeting at Addington will kick in at 3.21. Now, Justin Evans has kindly joined us, tremendous tri-code caller, loves the Greyhounds, loves analysing the Greyhounds, does a terrific job, and on Friday, if you're following him at Addington, a race meeting that he picked up throughout a uh, multi. I think it was about 20 to 1, wasn't it, Justin? Uh, nice work there, and welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Rosso. Uh, afternoon to you and to all the listeners. Yeah, it was good to uh, nail one there. Look, uh, probably won't pat myself on the back too much. They were our world four favourites, although a couple pretty good quotes, I thought, and it was nice to uh, nail that. I thought they were all really good chances. Anybody follow me in there, 20 to 1. Uh, uh, has it been so flash today? I had a suggestion moulding on the TV. The first one already got rolled, but in saying that, that's okay. We've brushed ourselves off here, Roz. I'm pretty keen on the rest of the card, so hopefully we can tip the punters into a couple for the <laughs> remaining races Good here at Ascot Park. Good to hear. Um, in terms of your, your best bet today, Justin, where, where's that? Look, it's race six at Ascot Park, obviously. He's got pretty short... So you're probably going to have to use them in a multi or something like that. You're okay taking the shorts. Number eight, victim of speed, who was open at 185. He's now $1.60. I know that's pretty skinny. He was 
Really impressive here on debut, uh, winning a maiden uh, for Matt Roberts at the last meeting. I thought there was uh, plenty to like about that. He's a lovely dog, actually. Lovely coloured dog, a lovely mover, big strider. He basically just barreled to the lead very quickly and put them away. There was a little bit of mid-race trouble. Um, essentially, it was the same field. He's basically racing the same field. I think there's only one other inclusion. Look, there was a little bit of mid-race trouble. I don't think it was going to matter. He was freewheeling on the lure. I like what I saw. He should only be better for that. And uh, just the way he got about his business, I think box eight probably perfect. I, I see him just hiking to the lead, uh, Rosso, and getting the job done. So, like I say, short 160, but uh, you can add that to a multi. I think he's probably going to be winning again. Yeah, we certainly can, and we can also check out the power plays in and around victim of speed winning and maybe something we like to run top four as well with power plays in operation now across these two greyhound meetings today. Justin, what other dogs do you think we should be following across the uh, remainder of the program today? Yeah, there's a few others. Uh, race eight, number nine, Speedy Sue, I think is a, a great bet, although it was a, a a much more attractive bet, Rosso, this morning uh, for the early birds who saw the $5 get posted for her. I thought that was uh, very generous from the bookmakers. Speedy Sue <laughs> quickly got trimmed up. Um, that seemed overpriced to me. She's now 280 That's probably more about right. And Look, I'd still be taking that. I think she's a great chance, Speedy Sue. She's a really capable local uh, Greyhound for Brett Kiner, of course, I guess her peak win was uh, the night she beat Charlotte Lou, a Group 1 winner, a multiple Group 1 uh, winner at uh, Addington, um, Speedy Sue. She's pretty nippy. Um, she's popped basically into a Class 4 here off the inside uh, from the reserves. Look, she has been um, out of form somewhat, but they've been in you know, the New Zealand Cowpeats there at Addington. She actually led Quintessa Bale to the first uh, to the first corner there in the heat. So she's got toe. The big tick for her, she's had four starts over the 390 at Ascot Park. She's won three of them. In fact, her last three, she's won two of them by five lengths. The other one, she beat a class five bill, beating Buster's brother and Barber Cubes, who was in very good form. So, look, she's uh, she's very reliable from the hop. She's drawn one. I think she'll come out running, and uh, if she does, I think they're in a world of strife. So very keen on her uh, race eight. Um, look, the other one I'll tip uh, pretty confidently is in the last year. She raced 12, number seven, Julie Bean, who's trained by uh, local trainer Maddie Hamilton. And she's no star, Julie Bean, but she's certainly good enough to win this, and I think she will be winning it. Um, she won a very similar race here two starts ago, very similar field. She then ran fourth in a slightly better field. Um, this field is pretty weak, if I'm being honest. Uh, she's drawn where she wants to be. She's got good box speed in the race to avoid a box speed. I think she can ping to the lead and get the job done. That fourth last start, by the way, for anybody who likes form Frank, on the face of it, it didn't seem an overly strong race. But I can tell you that fourth behind Homer Schopel, where she just couldn't quite cross. She fought on really well. The first, second, and third dogs all won their very good start. And the fifth dog behind Jilly Bean won its next start. So if that's a form Frank, I don't know what is. But she's uh, into a really winnable race in the last Rosso. And uh, I'd be uh, pretty keen on Jilly Bean to send us home a winner. Excellent. And, and Justin, she's um, $3. You think that, that quote's a, a, about right? I think, oh, look, I, I think it's slight overs. I think she's, look, as I say, she's a new star, Jilly Bean, but uh, mm. I think it's still uh, pretty good. Um, I think she's probably a two thirty, two forty dollars price for mine, uh, just in the, in, in the race. So, I mean, it's a job where I could probably put a line through a few. Danger's probably six, Homebush Theo, who has got some ability. Um, 
one whimsical boy is probably a dog that uh, would be better than Jilly Bean. I think he's probably got a bigger motor, but his problem is he, he tends to be pretty slow off the legs, and then he'll want to get off, and he could be in trouble before you know it. And look, I'm just hoping Jilly Bean pings and runs. She's certainly got that ability. She did that two starts ago. She's generally pretty good, and I think uh, it all looks pretty good. So I think $3 is a touch of overs for her. Great. Thank you, Justin. Now, we can't talk to you and not mention... Jilly Bean's brother, Star Sailor. He is your dog. You've done some really good work with him through uh, social media and profiling his uh, progress to the races. And um, it, it hasn't been uh, all roses. He's had three starts <laughs> and he's been away from the track a little bit, to be fair. But nonetheless, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a really nice story. And where are we at with Star Sailor? Because I, I believe he, he picked up an injury. Yeah, he, he did for anybody following that journey. Astros, he's uh, probably better known through his Facebook page and uh, as, he's, as he's called around the uh, tracks, he's looking, so it, it has been a bit of a rocky run. He's a member of Team Dogs. They've, they've done a fair job. They know world beaters, but you know a few of them go all right. And Julie Bean's one of them, Mayfield, Manu, Phantom Ace and Southern Hope uh, have all done a pretty good job. So he's their brother. Uh, he's been dragging the chain. Look, he's had three starts. He ran seventh at his first two um, Always thought he's probably going to need more ground. He certainly raced like that. That could be just an excuse that owners tell themselves, but he just raced like that. He was always devoid of early speed. He was always doing a fist work later, pretty good after the line. So that was the plan. We did the third race thinking he's probably a chance of top four. Expect him to go well. He trialed better than I'd ever seen him trial going into that. Um, I thought he'd be, um, you know, competitive chance and hopefully hitting the line. Unfortunately, he got to the first turn and Look, he just did himself a bit of an injury. He just got into that first corner awkwardly. It did himself a hip support injury, which um, just came at the wrong time. Unfortunately, he'd had a couple of little nickels going into that. So, look, it's really put us on the back foot with him. He's been given plenty of time to get over that. He, he is over that now. We're just trying to uh, build him up again. He should be trialling pretty soon. But, look, I think the reality is we're probably at a stage with him that we uh, are going to give him his chance to get back to the track if he doesn't look like he's going to be competitive either physically or mentally. Um, and I don't think, look, I think he's been a genuine dog, but just want to see him get out there again and give him his chance. If he trials up the car and he looks as though he's going to stay sound, he will be out there, hopefully uh, for not too long. Otherwise probably the couch is ready for Mr. Astro. So, look, uh, it was always the plan to get, uh, bring him straight back to the couch, and he's going to have a pretty good life no matter what, Rosso. So we will see what happens. Fingers crossed. He'll certainly be uh, having another crack. Uh, but, look, it's more hope than anything at this stage. Justin, I would give anything to hear you call Star Sailor home or Astro at the head of the field. I'd love to. Look, we've only got about 30 seconds left, but I know you're generally a very busy and very well-travelled commentator over the holiday period. Is that the same for you this season? Yeah, it'll be pretty busy like all of us. I uh, tend to uh, get pretty busy across that Christmas period. A lot of harness, a lot of thoroughbreds. Probably not so much the greyhounds. They take a little bit of a backseat for me down in the in the deep south, although I do fill in a fair bit these days at other tracks like Addington. So there'll be a bit of that, but certainly on the road at all the, the West Coast and uh, getting around to all sorts of different tracks, certainly in that period for Boxing Day, but in the lead up, very busy. So, yep, living the dream. And uh, as I always say, happy to call any code uh, any day. So it'll be the case heading into the summer uh, weeks. Uh, awesome, uh, Justin. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. We, we love your expertise. We love your enthusiasm. Um, and um, we love you calling greyhounds, but you are a tremendous tri-code caller, so thank you for all your efforts in 2022. Looking forward to the new year, and uh, all the very best with Astro.
Yeah, thanks, uh, Rosa. Appreciate it. Same to you. And uh, Merry Christmas and happy Pantheon to everybody listening. That is Justin Evans, and you can hear him call the remainder of the cards. The Greyhounds down at Ascot Park for the Southland Greyhound Racing Club. Race 5 is going to come up at 10 past 1. Don't forget we're not too far away from the first out of Cambridge for the Auckland Club. That is at 1.02. And that is our show here at Dog Speed for this week. Two meetings in the country. Hope you enjoy the afternoon. Uh, feature race heats coming up at Manawatu on Friday. And uh, no doubt, whoever's on Dog Speed next week will be talking about those particular heats and other things in the world of greyhound racing at Greyhound Racing New Zealand on SENZ. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.